When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With a passion for developing brands with purpose, Anna Thiel is the global CEO of Aromatherapy Associates and The Refinery. For more on just how this beauty boss has grown these businesses into the leading wellness brands they are, stay tuned. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast will be perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce you our guest for today, Anna Thiel. Anna is the global CEO of award-winning brand Aromatherapy Associates. Founded upon the holistic practice of using natural oils to enhance well-being, Aromatherapy Associates is a leading brand in the spa and wellness arena. It's founded in 1985 and is a British-born brand with products still hand-blended in London today and it has massed a high-profile following from celebrities to royals, including the late Princess Diana. And I love how Anna has enhanced the brand even further into a sensory journey, creating capsule collections of treatments and igniting conversations on the growing importance of aromatherapy. And if this is not enough, she's also the CEO of The Refinery, which is home to a roster of the finest gentlemen's grooming treatments located in the heart of Mayfair. So with over 20 years in the beauty industry, Anna is a true business and wellness guru, and I'm so excited to be sitting down with her today. So Anna, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you. First of all, it's such an honor to be joining with you, and it's very kind words as an introduction. So I cannot wait to have the conversation with you. I cannot wait to. So, I mean, let's just get straight into it. So the first question I ask all my guests, and I think you know uh, what's coming, is who in a nutshell is Anna? um, A natural born opportunist, I think. I, um, from such a young age, was always looking at where I could develop something, do something differently. The age of 14, I was running market stalls running coffee shops at the weekend at our local church just because I wanted to try to do things differently and keep learning by the time I was 16 I had 
four different part-time jobs. Um, I love the concept of entrepreneurship. Um, and it really stands true for me today. One of the things that I'm sure we'll go on to talk about is I'm a big believer of visualizing and manifesting huge possibilities. And I think I was doing that naturally and intuitively at a very young age. Um, the second word I probably used to uh, describe me is, is very driven. My team will probably be giving big nods. Um, just the strive and the pursuit to better myself, to do things better, for, to be better for the people that you serve. Um, and I also grew up with two brothers. So, you know, you kind of have to learn that drive and resilience and kind of to back yourself when uh, when you're surrounded by brothers that are quite keen to practice their their wrestling moves on you as, at a young age. And so I'd say driven and full of possibilities and the work, the opportunities that the world can provide. Oh, I love that. What a great intro. I mean, there's so much I want to get into from that. But first, I think naturally as a someone who's founded a brand with their sibling, what's your relationship now with your siblings? Do you still have that kind of um, sibling banter? Do you go to for each other for like business advice? What is your relationship? Um, it's It's both so there's constant banter I think if you grow up with um that mentality and I'm sure this will resonate with some people that are listening today there's a closeness that comes from being able to be the one that goes yeah but that's not as good as me because there's a kind of there's a there's you don't mean it but there's there's a humor behind it which I think really opens up your relationship and so um, I have one brother that lives in Canada, one that lives in London. I'm based in the, the Midlands in the United Kingdom. And so we don't get to see each other as frequently. So we have lots of WhatsApp and, and text messages where we'll send each other funny things. And um, I definitely seek some business counsel from them just as a really honest, objective opinion where I know someone has my back and genuinely my interests at heart rather than another agenda. And so um I'm very close to them, albeit I don't get to see them as, as often as I would like. No, I love that. Um, I mean, even going to the fact that when you spoke about the amount of experience you had growing up working and, and learning from the industry at a young age, um, I then went onto your LinkedIn and I saw you've had an incredible array of kind of work experience from Boots, Walgreens, Boots Alliance. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, definitely would love to know how you got into uh, the beauty industry, specifically at Boots? So I, when I was studying, I was finishing my A-levels, I, um, I made what was quite a big decision at the time um, not to go to university full-time. Um, I had, my, my mentality at the time was I want to learn through work and I didn't want to necessarily compromise that through full-time study. And that was a social compromise for me. Um, and there was definitely a parental expectation that I was going to take a more traditional path to, um, to go to full-time university. So that was quite tricky. That was probably my first moment of going, actually, no, I need to carve out my own way, my, my own path, because it was the unpopular choice. And so having made that decision... I knew that I wanted to still keep learning, but I knew by then I loved retail. I loved the concept of selling, the creating something new. And so I and I applied for post-A-level training schemes. 
at the time with some of the largest retail houses, so Marks and Spencers, the Arcadia Group and Boots, which is my local store. And it just so happened to also be my favourite shop as, as a young teenage girl um, that loved to go on a Saturday to explore what the beauty counter had to offer at that point in time. And I was offered a role at all three and selected Boots because, A, it was my favourite shop and who wouldn't want a discount at their favourite shop? But also they they sponsored my degree at evening school. So that for me felt like a perfect combination in learning my trade craft, but also continuing my higher education. And it actually became quite helpful because I bet my dad that he said, oh, you've got to finish and do your dissertation. So I'll do my dissertation, I'll finish my degree. And I bet him a grand, thousand pounds in kind of traditional speak. And that became part of my deposit for my first house, which I bought. Uh-huh. So there was almost like that, like almost like competitive tension from, from the beginning. But kind of to get back to the point, um, and that was a fantastic opening for me because when I do talks with the team here now, I say I learned my trade as being the assistant to the assistant. I was so junior, there wasn't a job description to describe me. But what it meant was that I learned from the bottom up, real consumer insight, helping everybody in different disciplines. And I worked on rotation in uh, marketing, um, buying, supply chain. I did some work in finance before I then really knew that my heart lay in the trading, the, the category creation aspect. And then um, spent then the next 12 years working in every single category that that Boots had to offer in beauty, managing and developing their customer offer um, that you would then see in in the stores. And so I'm so fortunate that I felt that I managed to fall into an industry that I adored from a very young age. And so work became part of my DNA and, and who I am very early on, which I think has actually stood me in very good stead. 100%. And I think you said such an important point about that kind of the patience plus the the acceptance of having to start very junior. I love the fact that there's no job description and it happens a lot in some companies. But then it gave you time to a proof of concept yourself of what it is you enjoy doing, but also learn a lot of things that you might not get exposed to at a senior level. And today, I think a lot of young, uh, I would say entrepreneurs or people like who want to be entrepreneurs, but within a company, it can be very frustrating to start and be patient to, you know, not grow so quickly in a company and not move around and then leave. And I mean, I might be one of them too. Um, what advice would you give to those people today? Because obviously it's a different time now where we have a lot of maybe opportunity, a lot of comparison, social media, and you know, a lot of new jobs coming left, right and center in different industries to say about that patience that's potentially required to, to grow within a company. I think, and I can understand it's always frustrating because particularly when you're young, you want to be there already. You, you want to be at the end point. And I think the the best expression that I could give is just give yourself time to smell the roses. You know, it's the journey, not necessarily the end point that will give you I the breadth that. of experience that will eventually really help you to grow and develop to be the leader that you can become. 
much of my point of difference that I feel as a leader today and a lot of my knowledge base actually comes back from some of my most junior jobs. Um, Running Aromatherapy Associates now, the fact that I spent a long period of time developing product myself independently, really understanding how different packaging components uh, can work, how different transit requirements can impact a product, different textures, uh, the sensory aspects. If I'd have gone straight in at a senior level, I would have missed all of that, that I think had I have not had that experience I wouldn't be able to guide and support my team in in the way that I am able to now and it's to give a more famous analogy I don't know if you've seen the Steve Jobs um, uh, recital that he gave to to the college and he yeah. talks about it in terms of connecting the dots it's it's not dissimilar there's no experience that you will ever have that will not enrich you in some way good or bad and I think if people can just learn to do two things is appreciate each experience as to what it may give them in the future. But I think more importantly is if they have a clear vision of of what they describe for themselves as the future point, then they can start to look at where they are on that journey and see what it can help serve them, what it will give them towards serving towards that end point as well. But quite often when I speak to people, they don't know necessarily what the long-term plan is because they're thinking of the next six months or 12 months. They just want the next job up, not actually to, to get four jobs up or ahead of where I am now. How do I enrich myself to really give myself the best possible opportunity to get there? That's quite often where you can really tilt the, the coaching conversation, in my experience, to a, to a different place. Such great advice. No, thank you for that. I think a lot of people will really value that. And it is something that we have to maybe actively try to remind ourselves today because um, it is hard to compare. And you see sometimes your friends rising so quickly, but you are on your own journey, your own time. And just, you know, sometimes your pace will prove itself in a different way. Um, so don't don't worry too much because a lot of my friends are are thinking about this right now. And I'm like, Trust me, like uh, uh, when I started my career, I, I, from, I did four years of engineering. All my friends went to six-figure banking jobs from day one of graduating. And I was unpaid intern at Estee Lauder uh, with no career projection, no real job description. And then within three months, um, for just by being there, hustling a bit, and the luck of a job coming up, I became the youngest ever manager albeit social media manager, but I didn't foresee that when I took the job. So sometimes it can come quicker, sometimes it can take a year, but just sometimes as long as you're open to learning and growing, um, that's the most important, not the title and all of that stuff, which will come later. Yeah, and, and maybe, you know, you know, it'd be good to get your perspective on this. It's because you found something that you felt was more for you rather yeah. than chasing something that was a bit more superficial or you felt exactly. that that ought to be you. Yep. It's, I think that's why it's so dangerous to compare yourself to other people. And, and, we're, and it's in our psyche to use comparisons as a frame of reference. Yep. Um, and I talk to my children about this a lot at the moment. Uh, don't compare yourself to other people. Stay focused on what you want to achieve because it's the only way really to you to, 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 you to get to where you want to yeah quickly or in a way that feels fulfilling I think it is that it's like as long as you enjoy what you're doing um that comparison 
uh, sure, we might do it subconsciously, but no matter what, it will not be, uh, I, I don't think there'll be a negative connotation to it because I feel like you will, no matter what, have happiness in what you're currently uh, achieving and doing in your own job and that's what happened with me I I knew that my goal was there to to learn and to do something different for me it was, anything was a bonus after engineering to be honest I was like I just need to get out of numbers and coding for a while um, and I didn't really think about money I didn't think about I just wanted my happiness I just wanted to enjoy going into the office and doing what I love um, and then actually everything started falling into pay, place uh, and I th- always say to myself, if I did what I thought my friends would be doing, what I thought would be good for money, what I thought would be good for maybe ego or CV, I would not be where I am today. And I learned that luckily at a, at a young age. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, anyone can learn at any point of time. You just have to have that mindset. It's a good thing that people are opening up their minds to wellness now. Yes. Because I think if people viewed their success under a happiness economy as much as they did a financial economy, people would, I think, be um, taking a path like yourself much more quickly where you're you're more cognizant of that's not for me. Let's do something that I'm going to really enjoy doing and be less concerned in the early days around is that going to be a comparative salary or a job title to my to my friendship group i think there's a lot to be said about how we reframe what success means uh, for yeah. us and and i do think that we are making small steps to towards that for sure 100% no couldn't agree more um but you know i think it's really exciting for you with all those learnings to then now be taking such a well I think you have an array of things you're doing I don't know how you're doing it all because I saw British Beauty Council and you know I want you to talk to me about all of that but um I would love to for you to also explain to the audience how Aromatherapy Associates came around into your radar and what you're currently doing with them I feel that this has been the most wonderful gift um to be provided the opportunity to be um at the helm of such a fantastic business. Um, The brand was founded in 1985 um, by two pioneering ladies, Geraldine Howard, Sue Beachy, who were having the well-being and wellness conversation decades before many other people were having it, or it was a a topical conversation, because they really believed in the therapeutic benefits of essential oils and aromatherapy, and the profound impact it could have on you emotionally and physically. And so they trained under some of the um, most prominent modern day founders of aromatherapy, and they started a clinic. And very quickly through word of mouth and through some very prominent um, customers that would come to visit them to talk about their wellness needs, um, very quickly the brand and the business expanded into a, uh, a, a spa service treatment brand and a very reputable um product range which is now sold in 50 countries um, all around the world and found in five-star resorts all around the world and in some of the most wonderful retail locations the world over so in that regard to know that I stand for a brand that has real purpose um, and has phenomenal products that do good feels like such a privilege Um, and I started um, really consulting with the board um, back in 2018 
And so even before I was joining officially, I was consulting with the board on strategic options. I um, I also do business development for Walgreens Boots Alliance and, and through that job doing mergers and acquisitions and giving strate- strategic advisory to brands um, was an advisor to an investment fund, which was the owner of um, Aromatherapy Associates. And so um, when the incumbent CEO decided to to go on to pass as new, I was invited to become the 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 new CEO and the what I really call myself is the custodian of this phenomenal well being brand, and it's been um, such an incredible journey to be able to really unlock. Um, the global potential of this brand and make it more accessible to more people, make more people aware of um, the truly therapeutic benefits that these products can have um, on you is, is felt like a, a real blessing. That's incredible. And I mean, when I was doing some research about the history of this um, incredible brand, it was I would love you to tell me and, and the audience you would say much better than me, but like I, I believe it was like in the 1970s, first um, Gerard, Geraldine Howard and Subici met and then they were uh, kind of being trained by this incredible um, Michelin Arcia. You tell Michelin me. Michelin Arcia. Michelin yeah, Arcia. Yeah. So she's regarded as one of the most prominent um like the guru, so to speak, of modern day aromatherapy. And so wow. they 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 trained um under their guidance and tuition on um not just the therapeutic benefits of essential oils and aromatherapy um themselves, but also the art and the practice of touch treatments. And so how by pairing um the potency of essential oils with the application of uh, touch treatments that can really help open up um, and get the lymphatic system going, give good cranial massage therapy just to keep relaxing the pressure points, get your body working again, and really practicing deep inhalations, breathing techniques to really still the mind and calm the body. And what I love about the story of this business in particular is because Geraldine and Sue started the brand as a clinic all of their blends that were, have been created come from a human conversation. So our deep, relaxed essential oil blend, Geraldine actually created for her own chronic insomnia because she was on prescription medicine, couldn't really bear the thought of the rest of her life on prescription medicine. And Michelin RCA actually said to her, said to her practice what you preach, you can blend yourself something that can help you with your insomnia. And so she created Deep Relax, which is now one of our most iconic blends, helps people the the world over. We have some of the most heartwarming customer letters that are written on a daily basis to our team that share the really quite profound human impact that using our products can have um, on their lives people that have had real mental and emotional trauma that have not been able to sleep for for 10 years plus and have been using our products and it's really helped and assisted them and so the fact that each of our blends comes from a real human conversation a real human need be it anxiety lack of energy hormonal imbalances 
feeling under the weather or sleeplessness, there is a blend that has that exists now to help cater for that. And it's done with real authenticity because of the birth story of how those blends were created. In terms of like the, the core range of products, um, do, do would you say that there are certain hero skews that the audience, if they're discovering the brand for the first time, should definitely try out? Yes, for sure. So we've, um, there's, there's 12 blends they're very much anchored in different human need states. And so if you, and we say that you should have a consultation if you can, we do them digitally because your body will be drawn to different blends at different times. You're drawn to what you you need, but deep relax, the one that I mentioned, which is typically used if you're struggling to, to sleep is the most iconic blend that we have. Um, we have a few hero products, which is our ultimate uh, description. Uh, collection and our discovery collection which are gift sets which has um, the 12 blends uh, inside of them and there we we find that loyal customers actually gift them to their friends and loved ones almost in the spirit of passing on the gift of well-being because no matter what you're feeling there'll be a blend in there that will be able to help you on on any given day and so I would definitely recommend um, either the ultimate or the discovery collection if you're interested in exploring the oils we launched a few months ago our home diffusion product in our range it's a it's called the atomizer it's a beautiful product it's very quickly risen to be a top three selling product for us and that's because it uh, uses our essential oil blends and disperses in, them in the home so we've called this well-being scent scaping so based on the, the reality unfortunately that the last two years people have been forced into their homes um, more than ever, how do you use essential oils and, and aromatherapy to create different zones in your home when you're really confined to a limited space? And we're finding that if people are at the same in the same room and they're using that as their relaxation space and their working space, you can use the atomizer and our essential oil blends to to create a different shift in in the day. And so that's another that's another product that I would wholeheartedly recommend because it's had rave reviews. There isn't technology really like it out there in the mainstream uh, that other brands can offer. And it's just such a great product and device to, to use if you're interested in home scenting. Amazing. I think, yeah, definitely. I will say, uh, Anna was very kind to send me a bunch of the products and I've been trying them, testing them, and uh, I can't get enough of them. They're, they're absolutely, the performance, you can tell like um, the ingredients are of the best quality and there's a lot of R&D gone in because they really do perform incredibly well. But beyond this, that, you feel, you feel more in love, especially me as a founder with the brand, when you see beyond just the formula the, the the formulating responsibly you also are a brand that's committed to you know giving back and and setting a, a really big uh, a mark on the industry when it comes to sustainability and i know in 2020 uh, you joined the b corp certification family we uh, did that's correct. we did Which is amazing yes. that's not an easy Such feat. A so how did that come moment. around this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, gosh. So um, this really came out of um, my job is to keep enriching the brand, make more people aware of it, and to really preserve is founding ethos. The founding ethos is to do good for people and to do good for the world. It's it's a brand that's based on making people feel better about themselves. And part of that comes down to your um, the responsibility that you bear as a business. And B Corp uh, certification for me is, at the moment, I, what I would personally regard as the highest standard of accreditation that you can get because it's so holistic in, in what you are tested against. And so I very early in my tenure said I wanted to aim to the highest standard because I genuinely believe that we are the best aromatherapy brand globally. It's great that you recognize the, the ingredients because we do scour the world for the finest ingredients that you can possibly find to put into those products at the best concentration levels. And we really wanted to symbolize that quality from a sustainability perspective. But oh, gosh, I tell you, it's not easy. And it definitely isn't easy uh. doing it through the first lockdown. Um, and I just have to call out the team's dedication and the commitment in really helping us go through that accreditation process, which was quite a hard period of time from a life perspective to be going through that process. And I'm so proud of what we've achieved because we managed to go through that process within nine months through first lockdown. And normally the assessment period takes 18 months to two years because there's a lot of documentation that you have to provide. And so that was a really big moment for us, um, actually. And I know that you, your brand as well is vegan, cruelty-free and has a lot yeah. of purpose behind it. And so I know that what I'll be saying will be very meaningful to you. So it was a, it's a really big moment for us to, to be able to do that. And equally through lockdown, being able to gift products to key workers, people on the front line and, and donating products, um, at a time when business was really hard, um, making sure that you could live and breathe 
by the philosophy of doing the right thing um, and not just financially the right thing, but being a good brand and a good business felt like something that will stand us in, in very good stead over the years to come. It, honestly, it's so inspiring for, for especially for the founders of like like myself of of new kind of newly formed brands. As uh, we had a meeting the other day about you know now when will Fable and Main start pursuing the B Corp certification? It's definitely daunting. It's definitely something that we have to be ready for, and you know we we need to have all our things geared up. But seeing what you've done, seeing you've done it during the pandemic, and seeing how you're committed more than ever to your your mission just it's just now it's like okay I just got to go I got to do it it's really uh it's incredible but would you oh. say for companies like 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 myself trying to to go into that is there any like lessons or any tips you can give us into how oh, to definitely and I will talk to you about this after as yeah. well offline if you like I love that. um yes de- definitely go for it um and I say that because um not only is it I guess the right thing to do but um, it has really rallied our team. It makes them f- think differently. Every product decision, distribution decision, shipping decision, we try and put through the lens of we're a B Corporation certified business now. Is this the most optimal way of doing it through that lens? Um, and it's and it's really made them come together more and think differently about how they, they um, care for the business and the decisions that they make. Um, equally, it's been a really great talent attractor uh, it's you know people are saying that they've applied for our uh, for roles at our business because we're a well-being business so we have that purpose but equally they can see that we've really um we've really gone the extra mile with the b corporation certification and so it's a good rallier of people i'd say and probably from increasingly from a consumer perspective when people as people become more discerning with their purchasing choices as sustainability becomes more and more top of mind i I suspect ultimately will be rewarded with more of their share of their wallet because they people want to make good choices as, as they go through their lives and so definitely go for it but definitely arm yourselves with experts um we had the help of somebody external to the business that really understood b corp and um that was a life-saving um because they really helped support the team to understand how to to go through it properly to the right standard um that the brand deserved to go through and so some external support um but you have to be committed uh, and I had to be personally committed to make sure that everyone understood why it was so important to me as a as a CEO, why it was so important to the brand, because it's a lot of work to go through to, to get it. 100%. I will be uh, definitely hitting you up on that um, uh, kind of incredible knowledge you have on this because it's much needed from my company and I'm sure you'll be able to help a lot more people as well because uh, it's something that I think can especially not just from how the brand is perceived but also as you said your talent you recruit in the internal company's um, mindset it's it seems invaluable so definitely we'll be pursuing that but what I also love is um, your what you've done I don't know if it's something recent but you also connect a lot with your um, consumers and this is something you guys have on your website which is masterclasses and I think that's such a 
smart way to bring the brand and connect to people, um, especially during the pandemic, which has been really hard. So could you tell us a bit about what the masterclasses um, are? Uh, uh, such a good question. Um, we we started the, um, the classes through the first lockdown. Um, at, the, at the time of the first lockdown, I'd say just under 70% of our business was in sectors that were impacted by forced closures, so spa, hospitality. And so we always knew the business was on a journey to look at how and where it sold its products and services, um, and digital formed a very large part of that. The pandemic really put that um, on turbo. But in the first lockdown, we became very mindful of there was never a greater need for the products that we were offering, but how we were going to be able to access those people had fundamentally changed. And so we developed our platform where you can, it's for free, you can book a one-to-one consultation. It's not with a salesperson, it's with a therapist um, that has been trained not just in our products, but in the treatments that we offer um, and so that they can have a really good quality well-being conversation with, with you without just the specific focus of trying to sell you something. And we've been very careful about how we've crafted the conversations because we were conscious that some people could be quite distressed. Some people may need additional assistance, assistance that our team is not placed to serve. And so you can book um, a one-to-one masterclass talk to those people about what your well-being needs are. There'll be a follow-up if you would like to have it. And then we also have a monthly classroom session um, where we will talk about a particular topic. So it could be one month topic is sleep. It could be mindfulness. It could be about the discovery collection that I mentioned to you, where it will be like a, a community of, of, of fans or customers that just want to learn a bit more. So we launched those two uh, through the first pandemic, and they've been so successful, um, so engaging, and helpful for us really to answer consumer questions live. Um, we've definitely built up our engagement as a result of that. Um, definitely built up more affinity through that. But we've been very careful to, to try and do it in a way that isn't the hard sell. It's based on how can we help people with their well-being needs, particularly when we launched it. And there was definitely a heightened sense of we need to help people that will be looking for different self-care solutions at this increased time of change and, and anxiety. And we launched as well in parallel to that a, a loyalty club, a rewards club, which now has several thousand people um, that's linked to that. It means that we can reward them for their custom. That's been incredibly successful for us as well. Um, and through the a combination of different things that we've applied, we've managed to grow our customer database by nearly 80, 800% in the last 18 months. And so it's all managed to work together as a really nice um, consumer community that's really enabled us to broaden our reach in a way that's been really helpful. That's so good to hear. And it is a really good testament to the fact that 
connecting with your audience and offering these sorts of much more high touch approach um, masterclasses or conversations can really not only just impact the, the communication and the relationship, but also the business and data and sales. And it's just, for me, it's what most brands, especially if the pandemic taught anything is this is what we should be doing as much more as possible is offering as much high touch connectivity with our, with our consumers. And I think this is what you're doing, but I would love to know um, kind of, in the future now, where is, you know, what is the plans for Aromatherapy Associates? Is it um, NFT and like crazy digital advancements or is it just doing more of this kind of physical or digital work? What's your mindset going at? I think it's definitely a mixture of both. Um, and so I'll, I'll give you, it's, it's interesting, this whole kind of NFT yeah. um, aspect. I could well envisage a world in the future that if, the metaverse scales where people will be looking for wellness zones, wellness respites, doing some kind of assisted breathing. So I could see in the future it's moving into that to that space. Not not now. I call it be not you know maybe in a um, in the midterm. Um, definitely from a digital perspective, we'll continue to develop the community. Um, and make it feel much more of a community, a two-way conversation, um, really haloing that. How do we converse with people um, as, so that we can be there on their time in, in their way? And so we're developing different toolkits, video content, so you can practice box breathing, which is particularly helpful if you are prone to anxiety or racing minds. And so we're building out that repertoire of, of digital experiences for sure. Um, but equally, we're um, in the stages of um, going back into physical pop-up events. We had one with the British Beauty Council um, back in the, the autumn, um, which was um, a fantastic opportunity to uh, really re-engage with people physically. And that's where we have our consultations, some um, hand massages for those people that were um, comfortable being touched, um, just so that they could really appreciate the hands-on experience um, of the brand. And so we'll definitely continue to to grow our service both in digital and in physical environments and we have a really exciting pop-up um about to launch um in march um with a partner of ours in in london which will be the first of the it's kind that we've run for for years and years um but in terms of what next um definitely continued expansion we're growing phenomenally in the u.s um, we've just uh, expanded our distribution with Blue Mercury. We're expanding our distribution with Neiman Marcus. Um, and so the U.S. is growing really nicely for us. Uh, we've just launched on cross-border e-commerce platforms in, in China. Um, and mm -hmm. so that's um, within a few months, we've had some of the top uh, key opinion leaders asking to profile our brands and so we know that there's definite interest in the east around the complexity of our brands and how they can use it for their for their wellness and we have um, some really interesting conversations in that region around future expansion 
Um, and then from a sustainability perspective, I don't want to really don't want to jinx myself by saying this, but we are um, waiting to hear back from Cruelty Free International to see if the paperwork that we've submitted will give us our Leaping Bunny uh, status as um, well. So we can formally get that as the extra certification process. And so there's a lot happening, but we're really lucky. And I'm sure you'll know this, that where you have self-care and wellness there's just a real hunger from people at the moment to explore more so we're, we're fortunate in that regard that um it now is our moment to shine like never before as, as a as a uh, business and and our job is to give those people those experiences in a in a way that resonates with them also just really kudos to you anna because the way you speak about the whole 360 you can really tell you're a ceo who knows all the ends of the company. Um, I don't think anything uh, uh, startles you. I think you know pretty much all of the the ins and outs and also you're very much thinking forward uh, and ahead and I can really see it from our conversation. And so the Aromatherapy Association is very lucky to have you, if I may say so. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I am equally as fortunate that they, that they will have me. So okay. <laughs> I've definitely slept better it's since a... I've been yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, I love, I love I've been with them. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. And it's what I mean, especially with the products. I mean, you know, it works, uh, it helps in all, in all ways. But um, I, I do want to talk a bit about kind of you specifically. And, um, you know, especially you were talking about the pandemic earlier. It's definitely changed a lot of our kind of, I guess you could say routines, the daily routines. Um, so do you have sort of rituals for success that you live by um, each and every day, especially in the last two years? Um, or are you more like wing it every day, see what happens? Uh, would love to know. Yes, I do. And I hadn't really appreciated that they were rituals yeah. um, until probably about two years ago. And, and maybe to take the, the, the conversation full 360, when I was younger, and this is going to sound very geeky, but I'll say it anyway in the, in the spirit of honesty and transparency, I couldn't get out of bed until I'd finished my dreams. So I don't know if you've ever had a situation where you've woken up halfway through a dream. I'd actually have to lie back down and finish my dream just so that I could finish it in a nice ending in the way that I would want to. And then I read somewhere that actually that if you did that, you actually had a better frame of mind. And so I don't do that now. But what I do do is before I get my phone or I start my day, I do two things. Um, I love my bed. I have a very nice bed. But I, I pr consciously practice kind of having a think about how I feel. So I'm warm, I'm relaxed, and I'm grateful for that. Because as long as I have somewhere safe and secure, I know I am infinitely wealthier than many many people that are in this world and so you could call some people will call that gratitude I, I never have I just it's about your own consciousness and I think that that just levels me in a way that um, I hadn't appreciated or done in the past which I find quite settling and the second from a leadership perspective is I will mentally go through my day and so people are human and people will be with people or will find themselves in certain situations where they'll get triggered to the to the good or to the bad and I found that by consciously walking through my day I could be more conscious about what those circumstances would be and make a mental decision as to how do I want to try to be 
who do I want to be in those situations? And it doesn't always work. But what it has done is made me feel more in control of the day ahead, which I take my leadership of my business and my team and um, the shadow that I cast with them. People talk about the leadership shadow really seriously. And um, it's really helped me to be more conscious about how I want to be throughout that day. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to be perfect because that isn't life, but it's definitely helped me be better more consciously when I by doing that as a practice. No, thanks for sharing that. It's really nice. Again, everything you say, I'm always like, I could write notes, frame it, put it on my bed, and it's just like mantras for life. So I love uh, all your wisdom and, and nuggets of gold. They're, they're incredible. So thank you. Um, I, I will, um, before we go to fire round questions, I will ask the question I ask every single guest, which is sort of like a desert island question, but related to the pandemic. So travel's opening up, but security is being really tight at Heathrow, and they're saying, Anna, you can travel, but you can only bring one Aromatherapy Associates product with you. What is that one go-to product of yours? Oh, gosh, that's so hard. Oh, I know. Um, Revive Morning is my favorite blend. I shouldn't say this because I love them all, but Revive Morning is the one uh, product that I use every single day. It gets me out of bed. It's it's my, I don't really drink coffee. It's, so it's like the equivalent of my natural express, espresso um, in the morning. And so if I'm traveling, I would I would have the um, the mini bath and shower oil so that I could use that in the mornings. Amazing. It's, I've, I've almost become addicted to it because I've got such a big mental connection to it now. No, I mean, it's hard. All the products, I mean, I use the distress one. They're all really good. I mean, you can't uh, choose, but I, I, I agree. They're all, that one is a good choice. Um, so now fire round questions. Uh, first thing that comes to your mind, the first question is, what's another beauty brand that you are currently loving? I will say um, there is a brand called Haeckel's that uh, is um, developed out of Margate. And I love that brand because I've been following them for many years and they've kept themselves small. They are so true to their principles of sustainability, ethics, ingredient sourcing. Um, I just love everything that they stand for. And I've watched their journey. They've done activations like, you know, uh, collecting uh, thrown out Christmas trees in London and then distilled them over the year to create an oil and candles and then gifted them back to the people that donated the the Christmas trees just to prove that something that people would naturally throw out can be recreated into something really beautiful and potent. And so I love what they are doing from an ingredients and a sustainability and an ethos perspective, which for me is incredibly important um, because there's this too much waste that's happening. So hey calls and I'd encourage any anyone listening to to give them a look up and I'm gonna give them a shout out. Amazing. Love that. Um what is a guilty well what's your guilty pleasure? I'd probably say the lie I give myself a really good lie in once a week because the rest of the the rest of the week is so full on between kids and work. I have to have a really indulgent lion once a week. But, but where I just what go, is a lion for you? Because I feel a lion is not a proper lion for you, Anna. What well, is a lion? Well, you know, like 9.30 feels quite no, late. No, Anna, that is not a lion. That is, 
I was thinking if she says 10, maybe I'll, oh no, 11, I'll let her have that. But 9.30, I love it. That's a true CEO there. 9.30 is a lion. <laughs> but, but you know what? Still, 9.30, good that you give yourself that because you do need that little reset, a little bit of time to yourself. It's important. I love that. Um, so what are you currently watching or reading? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd love to sound more intellectual, but my TV is is definitely my downtime. Um, yeah. And so I love, you know, really kind of low-key, relaxing telly, which can be anything from... Um, Ozark on Netflix to so I'm so waiting for the next final series of Peaky Blinders for example to to Selling Sunset so I write, oh. really do enjoy kind of not really having to think when I'm watching television um, and then in reading um, do you know I, I'm actually finding it increasingly difficult to to stick with a book which is so unlike me because I devour books usually and so what I found is that I'm listening to podcasts a lot um, and I'm really enjoying podcasts because I can just slip it in, listen to it when I'm in the car or on the train and, and traveling around. Um, and so there's a few podcasts that I've really enjoyed recently. One is um, The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, I um, Conversations of Inspiration, which is similar, which is by the Not on the High Street um, founder Holly Tucker and she talks about different people's life journeys and experiences and um really enjoyed that as well so it's more of a podcast fan at the moment and then bizarrely is a little bit of a curveball I've been following Bad Blood which is the um the Theranos trial um and the whole history of, of what happened yeah. with Theranos because I'm That's just crazy. so intrigued as to how you could sell such a big story without the substance behind it and be able to get so many people to to believe you no it's it's crazy uh, i mean what elizabeth holmes yeah it's, it's ridiculous but at the same time it's so fascinating it's 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 uh, it's a very interesting story for sure um but it's the book right that you're reading it's the book and the podcast Actually, there is a podcast series, yeah, and and actually by the Wall Street journalist that did the original expose, which is quite interesting. Amazing. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Thanks for that. I didn't even realize. That's very cool. Um, next question is, what's your favorite social media platform right now? Oh, God. Again, it depends on which mood I'm in. Um, yeah. Instagram for great visuals. Um, I've got to say TikTok because I just find it hilarious with the kids just seeing what they're looking at and actually an insight into how their minds work. So my daughter's obsessed with the things that are under the hashtag oddly satisfying. Yep. Um, so, so, so that's quite curious. They're just addictive. Um, yeah, through to the different impersonations. So um, for different reasons, Instagram for me in terms of just visual content and then just for giggles, the, the TikTok world. Oh, I love that. It's, it's true. It is, it is how you feel, but they're both great platforms and I'm the same. I, I flip flop between TikTok and Instagram. And what's a favorite quote or mantra of yours? I'd probably just say something like anything is possible. I'm just yeah. such a big believer of opportunities will present themselves every single day. 
Um, and that's not to say that everyone can be wealthy or, you know, that rich people have different life circumstances. But I think the world will present you with opportunities every single day um, and yeah. how you seize them. Um, you have to look for them and you have to be in that mentality to find the opportunities that, that the world presents you. Very true. And my last question is, if you weren't, you know, an entrepreneur, CEO in the beauty industry, what would you be doing right now? I'd, I'd love to say something like lying on a beach or, you know, just being a full-time mum, you know, relaxing. But I just, I've got to be honest, I'd probably be finding something, I can't imagine myself not doing something. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd have to find something, even if it was in a different sector. Um, even I mean, definitely someone who responds work. with... I, I can see you do a lot of different things, especially someone who has 9.30 as a lion. I, I see you, know, <laughs> you, you love to make change and impact. And I would say you're someone who would definitely in any industry find a way to make it more sustainable, more better and more efficient and also bring the team upwards because you seem to be definitely prioritizing sustainability, culture, uh, very, I would say that conscious capitalist approach of a conscious leader. I think that's what you are, and I think you'll you'll probably be doing something in that. So, um, yeah, that's my thought. But I, I think that's maybe the- charity work. I'm very conscious about you know something to do with charities as well. So, yeah, um, oh. but I'd be doing something. I'm a natural doer. I'm doer. afraid. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, Anna, it's been an absolute pleasure and honour to speak to you. It's such an and inspiring you. conversation. Thank you. No, it's been honestly, I can't wait to meet in person. Uh, we're both in, in England, so there's no excuses now. And um, uh, yeah, really excited to just continue um, getting to know you and seeing you grow all the businesses that you work on. So thank oh, you. Oh, so and much. likewise to you. I, I love your brand and the products that you've created as well. So kudos to you and your sister. Thank you so much, Anna. And we'll, we'll see each other soon. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.